Hino Avadonaido Heno Adeno, Masse Adeno Conena Adeno, Masse Adeno Coneneo. Today's happiest Thursday. Happiest Thursday. Today's sure dedicated for the success of the State of Israel, the Israeli Defense Forces, for the return of all of our hostages, Bezar Hashem safely for the return of all of the soldiers to their families safely. Uh, all of those who have been killed uh, during this time, Al Kirush Hashem. so we are continuing in the Pelayoet. We're learning about legs and the mitzvot that we do with our legs. The last one we did yesterday is that it's prohibited to uh, walk into a room suddenly. To, yeah, even into one's own house. Even into one's own house. First we have to indicate that I'm coming. You know, knock on the door or tell, let people know that I'm going to be home at this time or ring ring the bell or something that people should have an indication that someone's going to come into the room but not to walk into the room suddenly and i think this also uh, applies to um uh, even our children's bedrooms maybe if you have uh, uh, we have children good morning good morning good morning, good morning. <coughs> Uh, this is basic, basic uh, respect. This is basic decency. Kevan sheniftach sefer Torah asur latzet ki im ben gavra le gavra ve'al hayotzen ne'emar ve'ozevei Hashem yichlu. Once the sefer Torah is opened, it's prohibited to leave the room. Uh, we cannot leave the room during. I, I think people are aware of this, but we have to talk about this. People have to know. That you can't leave the room while they're reading the Torah. While they read the Torah, we have to stay in the room. We have to be, uh, of course, paying attention to the Torah reading, hopefully uh, with the Chumash open or, uh, or the Sidur during the weekdays on Monday and Thursday to the Sidur in the back and to follow along with the Torah reading. Uh, it's highly disrespectful and it's asur, it's prohibited, al piyalacha, to leave the room. The only times we can leave the room is ben gabra le gabra, between the aliyot. When one aliyah finishes, the first, they finish saying the bracha, and they call up the next person and they're saying the mishaberach in between. Uh, during that time, if a person has to leave or has to go somewhere, you're allowed to leave during that time period. But during the Torah reading itself, uh, we're not allowed to leave the room. Actually, also our minhag, the Mashari minhag, is also you don't enter the room during that time period. If somebody, if uh, if I walk into the room and I see they're in the middle of the Torah reading, I don't walk to my seat in the middle of the Torah reading. You stand where you are. I stand where I am, and I wait for them to finish the reading. Once they finish the reading, then I go to my seat. Because then there, even then. And technically, uh, if you read the older halachot, the halacha says we're not allowed to talk, even in between, even while they're doing mishabrachs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, doing, really the whole time I have to be reading the chumash and following along in the chumash. But that, 
Okay, we say Bedilaya Avor. We say Silichot. Sometimes we have to talk, but if we have to talk and it's obligated to speak, or I have to go, go into the room, go, uh, or I have to leave the room, at the very least, it has to be only between the Aliyot. Has to be while you know while they're doing the Misha Berach, so they're taking some time between the aliyot. But during the time of the reading of the Torah itself, um, only one thing can be done. We have to we have to sit. We have to listen to the Torah. Uh, we cannot we cannot walk around. We can't get up and walk around. We can't get up and leave. For sure, we cannot be talking to others. How are you? Happiest Thursday, Thursday. Happiest Thursday. Day before Passover. <laughs> so, this is relevant for today. If there's somebody who leaves during the Torah reading, Ishaya says, those who leave Hashem will perish. If you have to leave. If a person has to leave, we said, if you, between the aliyot, between the aliyot. No, before she leaves, you have to come back. To do, really, so the Torah reading is really, it's a good question. Uh, meaning, is every person individually obligated to hear the entire Torah reading? Or is the Torah reading a, a community obligation? Or oh, you should read it. So, so technically, the, the answer to that is, yeah, you should read it yourself if a person has to Twice do it. a week. The Torah reading itself is a community obligation to bring out the Torah and to read it. It's not a personal uh, responsibility. And the reasoning uh, for it is that we have to learn the parasha, that we should learn Study. the parasha. So if a person missed it or is not there, at the very least on my own, I have to do it actually even when the Torah reading is we're supposed there is a separate obligation we've spoken about it before I think yes. every week we have to read the parasha twice we have to read the parasha twice and once with the translation and one time with the translation the Proper okay, so, yeah. <laughs> It's a you know, but you know what? I know a lot of people who do it. I know a lot of people, like people that you wouldn't otherwise expect. People that I, would, I would, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to judge anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to judge anybody. No, uh, but there are people that I wouldn't. They say they ask me detailed questions on the on the parasha because I've been because I read the parasha every week on my own, which is what every person should do. So we should read the parasha. I know, I know many people they take the blue homage and you read it with the commentaries on the bottom, and then once a year at the beginning of the year before uh, Bereshit they ask me, do you have any new book that I can read the parasha with in order to read it with a different commentary? It's beautiful. It's amazing. You know. Everybody, that's how everybody should be. We should, we should all uh, learn the entire parasha this week, uh, every week. So, Asur Leshev O La'avor Neged Hamikpadel Achi Yerchik Arba Amot. It's prohibited to, uh, to sit or to pass by in front of somebody who's praying unless you are four amot, six feet away from them. So what's this referring to? It's just talking about somebody who's praying the Amidah. Uh, during the time of Amidah, so the Gemara says, Asur la'avor, kenegin amipadalim. 
it's prohibited to walk in front of somebody who's praying because I might distract their tefillah, number one, I might do that. And number two, there's a sense, the Gemara says, that you know a person is in Hashem's presence. And since that person is in Hashem's presence in front of him, you know, it's there's like an aura. In, he's, connected. he's connected. There's an there's like an aura around or aura around him, and I can't violate that space. I can't violate that space where they are praying. Bokir to bokir to. Does this apply to kaddish as well? When somebody saying kaddish. So our minhag for sure. I don't remember if it's a din, but I know for sure it's the minhag we try to that so. we don't walk in front of someone saying kaddish either. When somebody is saying the kaddish, it's the same rule. We don't. You don't walk in. Actually, the mashari minhag. The way I learned it is that during kaddish you don't move. I remember as a as a child, they used to be very strict on it. They would say, nobody, or just nobody walks, nobody walks around. So what about, like, like let's say the, you're sitting here, somebody's behind you saying Kaddish and you're sitting down, do you have to stand up if you hear him saying Kaddish behind you? If, is it disrespectful to have your back to Ah, uh, so this is the same thing with Tila. Let's say, wow. let's say somebody, let's say I'm sitting over here, <laughs> or I'm standing, and somebody comes right behind me, <laughs> and they start saying the Amida. So the fact that they came after uh, and started saying the Amidah like that means that I don't have to leave. I don't have to leave because they, they chose to come over there. They can't kick me out of their space. But meaning you but, can take your three steps back. But to take my three steps back, what if I have to take three Let's say, this is very common, very common question, is we're praying next to each other and we're praying one in, one in front of the other, one behind the other, and we're close to each other. Because, you know, other, how can our canisas function other, otherwise? You know, we say four amot, every person gets their four amot. That means every person has to have their own six feet. <laughs> Give everybody their own <laughs> six feet. This entire room can fit uh, ten people. <laughs> yeah, Baruch Hashem, we can do it. But most synagogues, people, the, the rows are much closer to each other uh, than that. So when a person actively chooses to pray like that, it's okay. Now, this whole deen, first of all, uh, I'm going to, I have to explain more. So stick with me, especially if you're on the recording. But if you're, let's say, um, the whole deen, this deen is talking about, there's somebody who was there first, and they were praying. And then I walked into the room, or I was in the room, I'm not allowed to walk in front of them. I cannot violate their space to distract their tefillah. If, let's say, we're praying and uh, we're both praying, everybody's praying, everybody in the room is praying. Now, I happen to be praying in front of somebody, I have to take three steps back. Can I take three more steps back for Ose Shalom and go into their space? The answer is I shouldn't. The answer is that in that situation, either wait for them if I think they're finishing their tefillah, or, many people don't know this, the three steps back, you can take it to the side. You don't have to go. Uh, you don't have to go straight back and walk into uh, uh, walk into somebody because I took the three steps back. Rosh Shalom. You can go sideways. Can you make it smaller bit. too. Yeah, you could take smaller mm -hmm. footsteps, or you can go sideways. But you don't have to go. You shouldn't back into somebody who is actually praying Lamida. Or you could uh, wait. Uh, wait until they finish. If you think they're close, uh, almost going to. Finish their is, is it worth mentioning that an individual should make an effort not to do such a thing to try to hold someone hostage? Yes, time? absolutely, a hundred percent. Then, absolutely, will mention that. No yeah, hostage. it's also something. If I'm going to pray somewhere, 
we try to be conscious that I shouldn't pray in front of somewhere that I'm holding someone hostage. So if I'm in the social hall and I'm trying to make the Amidah, don't stand right in front of the door <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and do the Amidah. There. Yeah, you're forcing everyone Nobody to come can and push you. In front of you. This halakha is also very relevant for Kohanim. There's a big, big question. What about Kohanim? Let's say, this happens a lot, there are people still praying the Amidah, now the time goes to wash our hands, the Kohanim have to go wash our hands. The only way to get to the sink to, to wash our hands is them. to pass by people who are still praying, or are still praying the Amidah. So what do the Kohanim do? I need to wash my hands and I need to go for Birkat Kohanim. So the Kohanim, the answer is, first they have to think if there's a different way I can go. First, uh, uh, it happens to me all the time. It happens quite a lot. We have to think: is can I take another route, even if it's a longer route? Even if I have to go around people and I have to go between chairs and I have to, uh, you know, take an extra you know, 50 steps in order to go around? If I can, I have to do it. A kohen has to try not to pass by in front of somebody who is praying, either towards the sink or coming from the sink to the dukhan. But if there's no other route, if there's no other route that I can calculate uh, and I have to wash my hands, then the Kohen has no other option. He's allowed to pass, uh, pass by and then go and, uh, and pray. I was going to say, we're not in a position and to then go to the Birkat We're not going to make our Kohanim's lives any more difficult. <laughs> yeah. We'll carry them if we have to. Um. <laughs> we'll wind up here. <laughs> we have to have the Kohanim just all sitting over, uh, also, Rabbi, over when here. There is a repetition of the Amidah when you're coming back three steps, then you have to go again back to the same position for the Kedusha. Uh, yes. You're not supposed to move around and go. Yeah, and, yes. And, uh, yes. You're supposed to stay uh, around this, in the same spot, spot and, then, uh, and then at the time of Kedusha go to yeah. the thing. Yes. But this Deen is not to pass in front of somebody. Uh, who is saying the tefillah? Asur la avor That space is holy. We have to think that space, that area in front of a person who is saying the tefillah is kadosh, is, an, is a holy space, and I'm, we're not allowed to violate that space. Asur la avor So this is a din in the Gemara. Fascinating discussion. The Gemara says that it's prohibited to pass by a synagogue at the time that the community is praying, because people will suspect a person. So, for example, Shabbat morning. Uh, Shabbat morning, at the time there's a minyan, so the halakha says, or during the weekday even, during the time there is a minyan, the halakha says it's prohibited to walk by a synagogue and not go inside. It's a sort of walk by a and not go inside because people will see a person and they'll say, say well, is it? Why, why are you not praying? This person doesn't believe in God. This yeah, person yeah, doesn't, he doesn't believe in tefillah. He doesn't believe that, that yeah. he can pray. So, so if the community is praying at a certain time, it's the time of the uh, minyan, it's prohibited to pass by the... So how do you do it? We now the poskim say... So the poskim say that nowadays, they say this din, this halakha, it only applies in a town that only has one synagogue in the area. Uh, if, that if somebody's passing by the synagogue, People will say, like, oh, yeah, they don't believe in praying. They don't believe in, uh, <laughs> they don't believe in God. Well, they're going somewhere else and they're not coming to the minyan. But in a place like Great Neck, and this is very common, where we have many synagogues in the area. There's many. So uh, if I'm passing by Shari Shalom, for all you know, I'm going to pray in Ornest there. 
or I'm going to pray in Shara If I pass by or there, maybe I'm going to pray in Shara Shalom, or I'm going to pray in a different city. Huh? That sounds good. <laughs> sounds a lot. <laughs> pass by uh, one of the other synagogues. It's because I'm coming to pray in Shara Shalom. So, so therefore, no one's going to suspect a person. And the truth is that, yeah, if you, if uh, you see a Jew. Uh, walking in Shabbat clothing on uh, uh, on Shabbat, and they pass by a synagogue. You're not going to suspect them of not believing in God. And we're going to assume uh, they prayed nets. <laughs> 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 we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They prayed nets, or they're going somewhere. So this deen applies in a place that has one synagogue, or or in a way that. It looks like if somebody passes by the synagogue, wait, and you're passing by the synagogue, you don't, you don't believe in God, you don't believe in, in tefillah. I mean, everybody's praying right now. The community's praying. So, so nobody suspects you. If someone gets stuck passing by a synagogue, hopefully he's already planning on going to the minyan. But if someone gets into that situation that I wasn't planning on going to the minyan and I'm passing by a synagogue at the time of tefillah, I have to stop and I have to go into the synagogue. I have to go in. And if you and go in, pray. you have to pray. I have to pray. You cannot just <laughs> go in and walk out. You cannot go in and walk <laughs> exactly. out. At the very least, I ashray ashrivet. There's a Cannot go in and have a coffee. That doesn't work. Uh, okay. I but think, the question uh, is because we have a hall here, what time. happens? No headmaster, but there's it's headmaster time. Yes, since we have a officers. Uh, wish everybody a happiest Thursday. If you come in, you're allowed to go out here. If you come into the sanctuary, then you have to be careful.